Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Ring with the harmonies of liberty Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies let it resound loud as a rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the presence has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun, let us march on till victory is won. Hey, welcome to the Nine Points Podcast. I'm your host, BH. We at the Nine Points Podcast receive our inspiration from Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. This scripture speaks to the nine fruits of the Spirit of God and is read as follows. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. We at the Nine Point Podcast try to promote these principles out of the obedience to God as a way to raise, sustain, and celebrate our unique families. This is going to be a very brief segment. Um, This is going to be one segment. It's not a full uh, typical podcast episode, which is two to three segments. I just wanted to share something that I went through because it God put it on my heart to share this. Um, I found out within the last, I don't know, about 18 hours or so, my, uh, my job is requiring everybody to get COVID tested. And I was not happy about that. I've been uh, blessed to be able to work in the capacity of telehealth for the past few months and was, um, you know, I would go to the office periodically. I would go, you know, and meet some people face to face within their within their con- the confines of their home. But I was very comfortable with the arrangement of being able to do telehealth get my notes turned in, meet all my supervision, uh, stay updated and share everything that I know with, with everybody. So being told that I had to take the COVID test and prepare for uh, some other things to change in the very near future, as the rates of COVID are going through the roof, I was not, I was not happy. I was not, let's just say, I was not filled with an abundance of new confidence and courage. Um, the reality of COVID kind of, well, I'm, I'm not going to say it just reached out to me, but it became more personal to me because now I had to go do something that I hadn't done, which was to take the test. I haven't had any symptoms. Uh, my wife hasn't had any symptoms. My kids haven't had any symptoms. Nobody's been sick for a couple of days ever since this COVID thing happened. So, um, just going out and getting this test, um, just kind of, it was different. 
which is kind of the reason that why I wanted to share this with you, because I feel like there's a message in it. As I was in the long line, you know, I had a nine o'clock appointment, got there at eight fifty and was promptly realized I was behind like 30 other cars. Um, but as I was sitting in line, I was asking myself, all right, what what does this what is making you so uncomfortable about this? I mean, what's what's the problem? What's the problem here? Thousands, thousands of people do this every day. And it's important to make sure for your health, for the health of the people that you love, that you're taking the necessary precautions to make sure you're not making people sick. So, I, you know, as I was in the line, I had plenty of time to think about what is this fear coming from? What is this un, this um, uncomfortable feeling coming from? Because I spent a lot of time talking to other people about realistic versus unrealistic fears. So here I was sitting here with this unrealistic um, ruminating concern, and I couldn't really figure out why. So I asked myself, I mean, are you concerned because you you think that you might get contaminated? Now, and, you know, I thought about it long and hard and I was like, not maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. Um, but you know, because people every day, people to go to those places to get tested, somebody got it. Somebody that goes through those lines and meets with those people, somebody has COVID or several people have it. So I'm knowingly intentionally putting myself where I know this, uh, mysterious new, uh, virus exists where people have said that they believe these are the main ways that you can, you can, um, get infected, but they're not totally sure. And I was like, you know, why intentionally put myself in harm's way? But I was like, well, I mean, that's, there's a little truth to that, but I still go to the store. You know, I go to Kroger, I go to Walmart, I go to Walgreens. That's pretty much it. And I go to Trader Joe's. That's, that's where I go. When the, when Corona hit, that's what I do. Trader Joe's, Walmart, Walgreens, Kroger. Everything that I need, I get from one of them places. And yeah, I've also gone to Cabela's because I like to fish. But moving on, I thought about it and and I'm like, yeah, I do all these other things. And it's possible that somebody at these other places was sick and they touched the merchandise that I'm going to pick up. So it's not really concern out of going somewhere where COVID might be. So I was thinking, so I was like, that doesn't really make sense. So what what's another reason? Why am I so concerned about going and getting this test? Then a thought ran through my mind. Maybe you're concerned about finding out the truth. Think about the ripple effects of this. You know where your wife works. You know, you got three teenagers at home that have been that have been symptom free and free of COVID ever since they've been let out of school. Uh, What if you're sick? And if you're sick, you're getting everybody else in your home sick or all these things that you guys share together, you getting everybody sick and it's on you. And what if you are okay, but one of them have a immune system that's not as strong as yours and you are responsible for making the people that you love hurt? And, you know, as quickly as that thought came into my mind, I was thinking about the ripple effects of if I was sick. What, you know, a hoping and praying that I don't make anybody else sick and b, what types of things we would have to do 
here differently. We don't live in a large home. Uh, so it's not like uh, if I isolate isolate myself, um, there's a lot of room uh, that I'll be able to be at and everybody else will be say a very, very far amount of uh, distance away from me. Um, but after I thought about it, I'm like, no, I'm not afraid of the truth. I mean, I would want to be proactive for the sake of my family. The sooner the sooner I realize that something's not right with me, the quicker I can do something to try to decrease the chances of somebody that I love getting sick. I'm not afraid of the truth. If the truth is going to help me to help somebody I love, I would embrace that. So again, it's like, okay, this unreal, whatever I'm feeling, I know it's not realistic, but why do I feel like um, this is something I shouldn't be doing? Then another one, here comes these, then, you know, I start thinking about conspiracy theories. This is just a trick. You know, the government wants to uh, get numbers for the, the census and a lot of people aren't filling out the census. So this is just another way for the government to uh, to um, to spy on you, to find out information uh, so that they can maybe do something and use it down the road. Or maybe, you know, they're using these, you know, these clinics or these pop up clinics to actually make people sick. Again, some kind of government conspiracy to make people sick, to make people more dependent down the road, whereas people might be healthy now, but we're putting our trust in the government. And they might actually be the ones that's trying to make us sick on the company, you know, for down the road. And, you know, I, again, I thought about, you know, conspiracy. These are these are conspiracy theories. And I'm like, you know, this is not the same as being required to get a unproven vaccine. Now, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll shout this at the top of my lungs. I am not in a hurry and I'm not going to embrace trying to run out and get a COVID vaccine in the next month, two months or three months. When they first came out and talked about how long it usually takes to get a vaccine. Thing about that is what and I fully understand is you have to make sure that what you do doesn't make more harm than good. And even if there are some results that show that there might be something that is beneficial in the long run, if you rush something out before being before being pretty sure within your with as as sure as you can within all the safeguards that your field, uh, your medical practices warrant, then you don't want to just rush it out on people as soon as you see something that's pretty good. And given the political and social climate that we live in, where people can suppress the information they don't want shared and and try to impose things through the implied power that some people give them. I am not one to want. Yeah, yeah shoot me with that. Now, they said 12 to 18 months. Come and see me in 2021 after, you know, after a few months of experts saying that they're they're happy with it. But getting a test that's not getting a vaccine. I'm not, I can't spend my time being preoccupied with what the local or federal government might be trying to do on um, subtly for population control or any number of 
other things that you might hear about out there on the internet. And then besides, not, not only do I believe that that position is not plausible, but if it were, if any of those types of um, conspiracies were true, how does knowing it make me a better husband, a better father, or a better Christian if I resist this opportunity to go and protect my family? How does it make how does this information make my family healthier if I have the virus and I'm not willing to be tested? So all of these different excuses and um, and hasty rationalizations that were bombarding me, that were making me uncomfortable about going and taking this test. Um, I'm checking all these things off. No, I'm not afraid of the truth. No, I'm not buying into any of these conspiracy theories. Uh, and the chances of me getting contaminated by these people is not is a lot less than me getting contaminated when I'm at Bass Pro Shop trying to get some treble hooks or circle hooks to catch catfish. So what's this? What's at the root of all this discomfort? Then I realized, I, I realized God revealed it to me, is the fear of not being in control. See, if I'm at home <clears throat> and I'm doing telehealth and I go out when I want to go out, when I go to these stores, I have on my mask, I have on my latex gloves, <clears throat> I get what I need to get, I come home, I take my my, uh, gloves off before I I touch the doorknob. I take my mask off. I come home and it's been working just fine. I'm able to work. I'm able to be with my family and nobody's sick. Nobody's complaining and think. And as the world is going through a number of changes and stressors, I'm able to interact in the world, but I'm able to call my own shot. I'm able to I'm able to interact with the world on my own terms. And everyone, I want you to everybody that's listening to this podcast, I want you to hear this point. God put this on my heart. It is not unhealthy to want or prefer things on your own terms. It does not make you a sinner because you prefer things on your own terms. That is not that's not a that is not in and of itself unhealthy. However, God calls on all of us to have faith in him. God calls on all of us to recognize that change is inevitable in every life. God allows us to acquire perseverance through things that come to us not on terms that we're seeking. One one of the many phrases that I've heard my pastor say over the years is, trouble wouldn't be trouble if it only came when you were ready for it. So the fact that life can knock on my door and say, it's your time to step out of your comfort zone, I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that my job was asking me, was knocking on my door, uh, tapping me on my shoulder and telling me to come out of my comfort zone. And a number of 
rationalizations and um, spawn from my own insecurities started to rattle through my brain as soon as I heard you need to do this. I'm sharing this on the podcast because God did not give us the spirit of fear. I'm put I'm sharing this with the podcast because somebody out there might be wondering why is it what is it about this situation that's making me so uncomfortable? I'm not afraid of the truth coming out. I am concerned about if certain things come out, what is the ripple effect if uh, of if certain things are revealed, if certain things that I'm used to change? I might be concerned about the ripple effect, but even so, I would rather be on the right side of God as these changes are happening, as opposed to being on the side of what feels most comfortable or what's best suiting most uh, what's best suited in my eyes for myself, for my family. OK, I wanted to share this because concern about not being in control is not in and of itself a bad thing, but it's every time you act on the courage that God gives you to step up to that discomfort and move forward in spite of that discomfort, you have an opportunity to please God because you're acting on faith. No, I'm not giving myself a big pat on the back because I went and took the coronavirus test. I'm sharing this podcast because there might be some people out there that want to do the right thing and are not sure what it is that makes them so uncomfortable about taking that step to do what's right. And I'm just sharing with you, maybe it's you being challenged in some way, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, to step out on faith more than you're more more than you would like to maybe you're not used to being asked or pressured to do something out of your comfort zone i'm i'm not i'm not somebody that has been pressured very much in my adult life to do things that i really really don't want to do that doesn't happen to me very frequently definitely not as much as um my parents had to go through but Still, we are not in control of things. We play our role in lifting up the kingdom of God or running from it. But there's nothing, there's not a choice that we're going to make that's going to surprise God. And there's not a situation where we find the way to trust him and act on what he puts on our heart. And then we don't get blessed from it. When you do what God asks you to do, he prepares you for that step and he's got you when you come through that door. So anyway, I just wanted to share that um, my little COVID experience um, and hope that it will be a blessing to other people um, that it's okay to be, it's okay to have some concern. It's o- and it's normal to have unrealistic concerns to take something with a little bit of a reason to be concerned and make it bigger than it actually is. It happened to me. It happened to me last night until this morning. 
And now I'm feeling better that 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 I was uh, able to go ahead and get that test. Hope and pray that I'm healthy and and um, and my family stays healthy as well. So remember, wealth is to be spent, treasures to be shared. God bless you.